0: This is Coffee number 5. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. It's all about you, and I want you to succeed. Download today my free masterclass, Three Ways to Stand Out from the Crowd in the Digital World. Sign up for free today. Hi everyone! Welcome back to Coffee Number Five. I'm really here, ready here with my coffee this morning, and I need the extra coffee. I just came back from New York, and somehow the the jet lag really hit me this time. So I don't know it what my body doesn't know what time zone I am right now. So the extra coffee is really helping. So also I was thinking because today I got my new driver's license and. You have no no say in how you look in those pictures. <laughs> you absolutely have no say. And it could have been worse. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it could have been much, much worse. But that kept me thinking how the importance of how we photography things, how mm-hmm. we are we look, because we are our own products sometimes, or our products look. So I've been reaching to this lady that I was connected. I don't know how for a while. And we had this in the books for a long, long time. And then we had to reschedule. But finally, she's here, Kimberly Espinel. Welcome to Coffee Number 5, Kimberly.
1: Thank you, Lara. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited for today and uh, for our conversation.
0: Yeah, well, we are aligned in so many ways. We are both aligned in helping entrepreneurs. Uh, we are not a competition. We are not doing the same. We are doing comp- we actually uh, complete each other. And I love what you do because you're not only an incredible f- photographer, you help entrepreneurs to understand how important it is to create this different steps or pieces of the ecosystem and put it together, but also you can contribute with them in the importance of imagery. It's so important. And I was talking, I actually had a live in Instagram, I think it was last week with a, a photographer also, it was a product photographer. And um, people don't realize that when they launch a brand to have a budget for certain things. mm mm-hmm. Do you find out that that's an issue with photography that everyone now can have a phone or a good camera, they think that their pictures are going to be good enough?
1: So, you know, it's really interesting because I know when the iPhone came to be and, uh, you know, quote unquote, everybody could be a photographer, just like everybody now can be a videographer. You know, I think the very old school photographers did get a little bit nervous, but actually what I have noticed and what I think is going to happen with videography, too, is that it actually creates more demand it actually creates more demand for really, really good photographers. And so um, any what I have seen and what I've seen also for my mentoring clients is that as long as you're good and what you create is different and you have a unique look that stands out, that's noticeable, you will always find work and there is more and more and more work to be had. So I actually um, have found the opposite, especially because I think restaurants and brands have actually noticed it takes a lot of time and it also takes a lot of knowledge to make your photo look good. Yes, everyone can take a photo, but not everyone can do it and make it look beautiful.
0: I like people know here that my first degree is in production and direction of television. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I had to learn in school was to edit. Back then we didn't have digital, so it had to be manual, which was Mm. a lot more challenging. I always was working with a couple guys that they were editors and they were seeing things that my eye wasn't seeing it and I was oh my god where do you see that and Mm -hmm. I honestly wasn't seeing it and after years of working and training now I'm I'm in the opposite side and I can see things that people cannot see so there is something to be said about the experience and the training because the photographer is their eye is trying to see beyond what is it they are.
1: Yes. And also to go back to your example of fashion week, because you just mentioned you were there, you know, a lot of us, we can put something on and then know that it looks good, but we don't always know why. We don't understand why, you know, whereas a designer or a fashion excerpt or something, they will see and they say, it looks good because A, B, C, and D. And it's the same with photography. Like a lot of people take photos and then they're like, I don't like it, but I don't know what I've done wrong. I don't know, you know, what I don't understand, or I've done it in a way I don't like, but I don't know how to fix it. So it is a very particular skill and it takes time and knowledge. And as you mentioned, lots of experience to get it just right. And
0: also because it's time consuming. I mean, we did a lot of learning and failing and learning again to get what we got today, but also is. Other kind of knowledge. Like, for example, if I'm working with a brand, I'm going to be looking at the competition. What is the competition doing? Because I don't want to do exactly the same that Mm. they are doing. I want to do something and see how I can do it better. So, and for what direction I go. And that's where my uh, classes in psychology or marketing came handy because I learned to think. Uh, the psychological part or even I had to take class of designs or the the psychology of colors or the psychology mm-hmm. of fonts. all that is and for you, I'm sure the lighting, the spacing, mm-hmm. all those things you need to keep in consideration.
1: Yes um composition is huge colors as you mentioned but then also things like um you know bowls ceramics backdrops um and, and not just that but it's it's also really expensive you know to yeah. to hire that to buy it to store it so it's not just a quick thing of picking up your iphone and taking a shot there's a whole whole lot that goes on behind the scenes to make a beautiful shot
0: happen I, I love to talk about the specifics because a lot of people out there are trying to understand yeah we're speaking about all these concepts about photography and you specialize Mm -hmm. in restaurants and in food right yes that's correct Mm -hmm. okay so how do you make a dish look amazing because sometimes i i've seen all those videos that they are popular right now in tiktok that how you use glue or food coloring to look at this but also there are very expert photographers like you, yourself, that they are working with the real thing.
1: Absolutely. So I work mainly in, with restaurants, and then in what we call editorial. So that's cookbooks, magazines, um, also content for people's website, that kind of thing. And in fact, the law here in the UK, where I live, is that for those kind of things, we're not actually allowed to use glue and food coloring, things like that, because it's considered uh, misleading. Really, you know, like you're you're showing something I that isn't actually the truth. So um, and uh, so but. But also, it is beautiful, I think, to work with the real thing and to challenge yourself. And make I it know
0: it, it is a challenge because yeah, we, <laughs> uh, like glue a hamburger is easy and everything will stick in, in place. Or putting, uh, I mean, there is a lot of things that you can do to enhance the the image, like maybe put some do- uh, drops of water. Or, of course, but they're yes. natural things. Not trying to m- make it stick there.
1: Yes, exactly. So to go back to your original question, I'd say there's a couple of things to really help with food styling and generally to make your food photo look really gorgeous. And one is lighting. So that could be natural light, it can be artificial light, but both of them you know, the lighting you use for food photography is very different than the lighting you use for fashion, for example, or for products even, as you mentioned. Um, I think the second thing is really to think about colors in your food. So, you know, like a piece of bread, like just a piece of bread, it's not going to look as nice as say a piece of bread with uh, some peanut butter and then maybe some banana and a a drizzle of maple syrup you know it's going to look very different so there there has to be some colors some texture as well those are really essential elements in helping um you know the food styling look next level and then the truth is that um I started out as a prop stylist and then became a food stylist now I'm mainly a food photographer and so what I do now is I work with food stylists, so you know professionals who really uh, allow me to stay behind the camera and direct and compose and play with light and all those things. And they go and style, and so I know, that's so what makes. Let,
0: let me food, you know, uh, clarify this. So, when you work with a food stylist, how does it work? You first have a meeting, and you have an inspiration of what's your vision for those pictures, or is a stylist vision?
1: no so as a photographer you're really in charge you know you have the kind of bigger picture overview um you decide where things go but you do have a meeting usually with a client to see what their vision is what they want um often i ask the client to put a mood board together to give us a kind of rough sense of you know the images they have in their head where they want their brand their restaurant their cookbook whatever Um, you know the the you know the creative direction of that. And then I put my head together with a food stylist and we come up with a shoot list and a plan. And, um, we discuss, you know, things like if we're making a cake, for example, like an apple pie or something like that, like how should the food stylist slice the apples? Are we going to create little cubes? Are we going to make little, you know, like very, very thin. So all those kind of things we talk about in advance and said that in advance and then, um, we kind of take it from there, but as a photographer, you always have the last say, and it also is your responsibility for everything to turn out perfectly. So, um, yeah, you kind of direct the food stylist and, um, but you know, ideally you're working with really experienced people, really, really good people. You choose your team and, um, you know, they make, they make your work super easy.
0: What about location?
1: So um, I have a home studio, um, but you know, if not here where I live in London, there's a lot of um, studios. Sometimes also we shoot in the restaurant or cafe. And what I always advise is if that's something you're going to do, then check the lighting situation. So are you going to use natural light? Either visit, that's probably your best bet, just to check and see how it goes. Or do you need to bring your artificial lights? And is there space for it? Is there big enough space? Are there going to be customers walking around? That kind of thing. Um, Maybe check out the menu in advance, have a shoot list. So those are some of the things that will definitely help when you um, shoot on location.
0: Yeah, so it's so important that people out there understand that when you hire a photographer, it's so much more beyond the moment of taking a picture what they are getting they are getting all the planning ahead and so it's really important the communication with your photographer and that you explain this is what i want this is is my goal and this is how the images will be used for because it's very different for a photographer to work for a menu or for editorial that for Mm -hmm. pictures for social
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, that's something, um, you know really interesting that you mentioned usage right so that's something you always have to discuss in advance mm-hmm. so is it something as you mentioned for digital use mm-hmm. and uh, or is this something that's going to be u- used for an ad be it a Facebook ad a Pinterest ad or whatever an ad on TikTok or in a magazine so all of those things bring with it also a different budget yes. and then the other thing that a lot of people don't think about is um, you know somebody has to buy the food somebody has to wash the yes, dishes of course. somebody has to pay the bills for the water that was used to wash the dishes and that kind of thing props break backdrops scratch so there's a lot of um you know finances <laughs> behind yeah. the scenes so you always have
0: you have an assistant working with you i'm, I'm sure yes
1: uh, well usually the food stylist is my assistant okay. um sometimes i also have an assistant on top of that it kind of depends how big the project is
0: Okay, so let's say that someone is starting their own restaurant. Mm -hmm. What would you recommend? What is the must list, the most must photography list for a new business? So what I would advise, it kind of
1: depends. So it's a little bit tricky because generally speaking, I wouldn't advise a restaurant to have, you know, to also do their own photography. I would advise them to hire a photographer to do that for them. Now of course it depends a little bit on the size of the restaurant, their budget. Let's you know, say so- that,
0: like for example, if they ask me as a marketing agency, I will say absolutely put in your budget a photographer because you need good pictures of the your menu for people yes. to see and buy it. Also for your website, you will need all that. Yes. If exactly. you are Your budget is small, then I would say, well, you know what, social. Maybe you can do it with your own photos, but good pictures for your website are a must, and I will, I will recommend strongly recommend to use a photographer.
1: Yes and also you know as we mentioned before I think even if your budget is small you know sometimes we say we say this in spanish Lo barato sale caro so uh, uh, you know, yeah, something yeah. that that seems really cheap and like a way of saving money actually in the end you know <laughs> it costs you dearly and so i think in, if, you, what you, if you don't hire a photographer or if you don't hire a social media manager, and that's really where a lot of businesses now have to move towards, and you decide to do that in-house, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. whatever the, the, the chef or whatever, that means you're pulling that person away from what they need to do
0: Yeah. Um, to well, create that. This is what I content. always say. You need to find uh, how much your, your time is worth. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. if you're going to have to spend two days taking pictures until you get some decent pictures and you bought uh, all these kind of props, uh, you had to buy a new lighting for do it, you have to have an assistant to do it. Those days, you weren't running your business.
1: Exactly. Exactly exactly and i mean i have to say i do feel for restaurants that are just starting up you know startups it is really tough it is a tough to make your mark the restaurant industry is very hard i think yeah. something like 60 percent of restaurants closed within the first five oh, years but the, also
0: that could be one of the reasons a lot of uh, restaurants are failing because they're they're not marketing them right they yes. think that that's opening the door i always say it's the same like selling a house if you put it, a house but you don't photograph it right you don't get it the good images and then you don't put it in the market to sell it nobody's gonna see it yes
1: yes Yes, I mean, you know, I recently heard somebody say, um, I don't know who it was, so I cannot quote cr- correctly, but you know, there's this saying, you know, build it and they shall come. And then I recently heard someone say, but that's not true. That's it not, is true. not it, it, truth. It, it, Yeah, it's
0: not that the, the fill of your dream. It's not. You know, like- it's
1: not like that anymore. And I think a lot of businesses, especially creative businesses, that's what I know and that's what I understand. Yeah. Uh, and- you know, and I consider a food business, a creative business, they really think that because they want it and they dream it and their food is amazing that, you know, it will happen and everybody will come and there will be queues down down the road, around the corner. And it is not like that anymore because, A, there's so much and and there's so much for people to choose from. But, B, if you don't have a marketing strategy, it is a very, very hard to make ends meet. And I also Absolutely. think... I also think um, a lot of people are like, I know how to cook or I know how to photograph or I know how to, you know, build a house, but I don't know how to sell. And, and actually, maybe you don't know, but you either need to learn how to do it or you need to hire somebody who does because it's the fundamental part to making your business work.
0: Uh, absolutely. And it's really important that you have a team behind you when if you're launching a business. Uh, I understand what is to be a sole entrepreneur because I am, mm-hmm. but I have a yes. team behind me. Yes. I'm not doing it all. I wouldn't be able to meet with clients or even doing this podcast if mm. I wouldn't have a team working behind me and making things happening. That's so it, true. Yes. And, yes, and it's really important that you understand you get in the mindset of the business owner. How important is to network? Even if you have a restaurant or marketing agency, you never know what connections you're going to make. And those connections are the kind of can break it or make it. That if Mm -hmm. you have, you meet someone important that they come to a restaurant and like it and recommends it, or that you get someone, an event to happen in your restaurant, you never know. But as a business owner, it's really important to put yourself out there.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I love that you said networking. I think it's you know, especially after COVID for many of us, we've kind of, you know, gone very, uh, inward and, um, you know, not put our feelers out, not gotten out into the oh, world. And I think tell that to my sad. feet after
0: I, this week working, walking in New York <laughs> on heels, I was so, I, I haven't <laughs> done it so long that I yes. think my shoes thought that I was there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's, I think it is, I think a lot of people still are stuck in that, in that insular bubble, but actually networking and connecting with people within your industry is really important and, you know, supporting one another. And as you said, in the beginning of this podcast, we're not competition. We're just, you know, working together in the space, serving different clients in different ways. Like
0: I have people, I know other people have agencies and I only work with certain clients right now and I only have a capacity of clients. Mm-hmm. It's the same like you are as a photographer and you booked. So yeah. I'm happy to refer other people when they are a certain feet. I work with certain kind of websites only. I don't work with other um, uh, CMSs. So I'm happy to refer to someone else. Mm-hmm. But I think our goal as professionals always is if we, we want anyone who comes to us because of respect our work to end up with someone that is respectful and they know what they're doing and not that that person who was trusting us end up having a bad experience for finding someone who is not as professional. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. So before we go, I want to ask you a question because I love to hear personal stories about what tells that story of something that went completely wrong, that photo foot- <laughs> shoot that was completely wrong, but because it was completely uh, wrong, you were able to pull it off and it was amazing. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have that as a story per se i guess my which is a little bit different but i hope it still hits the mark so to say okay i i really had this huge it was like I won honestly one day I woke up I was like I want to write a book I know I need to write a book this is a book about food photography I have to bring out into the world like I know and I know that I'm going to get a publisher and it's going to be amazing and everyone's going to buy it and so I wrote an amazing um proposal And I did it like I recorded everything for my podcast. I have a podcast too called Eat, Capture, Share. And I recorded it like every step along the way. And I was like, you know, we're going to hear how I pitch it and how I'm going to get my book deal and how the book's going to go on to be a bestseller and, you know, I'll live happily ever after. And so I recorded everything, every step along the way. And um, I submitted my um, proposal and I got rejected and I submitted it again and I got rejected again. And in total, I got rejected 32 times
0: mm-hmm. and
1: everything was live on the podcast and I never got my book deal. And so that was not like what I had envisaged. Um but I knew deep down that I really wanted to bring this book to life. And um in the middle of the pandemic I shot it and I self-published it as well. And it did go on to become a bestseller and I did make that happen. But um it wasn't what I envisaged. It wasn't what I dreamed of and it was a very vulnerable to share you know that failure live so to say but um yeah i think all things happen for a reason and absolutely um, yeah it it completely changed everything for me and um it just went exactly the way it needed to i just didn't know it at the time
0: i uh, you just need to be open minded and take the opportunities learn and the failures too learn from them and keep going i mean you, yes. Uh, one failure is not going to label you as a failure or as, as one winner win is not labeling you as a winner either. No, no, exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Kimberly, for being here today. I've really enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure uh, you guys out there learn a lot about how to get your images right for your business. So thank you again for being here.
1: Thank you, Lara. Thanks for having me.
0: And to you guys, I see you next week with more coffee number no. five. Find everything you need at larashmoisman.com or in the episode notes right below. Don't forget to subscribe. It was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.